All right, we know what sound that is. Yep, podcast time. Welcome, Lukey. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Just, um, yeah, back after a big night on chapel last night. Big night on chapel. I heard it was uh, Jess's birthday. Yeah, it was. Um, headed out for a 30th, so just went down there, stayed at the Olsen. Very nice uh, place down there, so give them a shout out. And if you're staying on chapel at all, and yeah, just head down there and it's a, it's a good joint to stay. All right, so we'll get straight into it. We're actually recording this before the Gold Coast game. We were going to record it after, but due to time constraints, we had to sort of, you know, um, reschedule a few things around, but that's all right. So we'll just ignore the Gold Coast game because we're about to watch that shortly. Uh, so the Melbourne game last week, a lot of positives to take out of it. Yeah, I think it was a great game for the boys. They played really well and uh, had plenty of chances to win. And in the last quarter, just couldn't capitalize on the opportunities that we had. And yeah, other than that, I think it was a really good game. If you had told me going into it that we'd be up at half time and get done by was it two goals, I think, in 18, the end? 18 points in the end. Yeah, I think I would have taken that like, with, with the players that we had out. Um, with they, they were playing Gorn and Grundy, and we literally didn't have a Ruckman that we thought could take it up to him. But we'll touch on Samson in a minute. But, yeah, he actually played a really good game. Yeah, and you're right. Um, you know, three quarters we, we led. We were still up by a couple of points at three-quarter time even. But, yeah, just came out after three-quarter time, just missed a few shots on goal. A couple of them we probably should have hit. Uh, we kicked one, was it one goal five in the last quarter, and Mel- Melbourne kicked five one or something. So yeah, it was something that was the like difference that. In the end, yeah, touching on that, Melbourne would have to be the most accurate team in the last two weeks, wouldn't they? Something like that. Well, obviously, like we're recording this after the the Melbourne North game last night, but yeah, that, they've kicked like forty goals fifteen or something in the last like two weeks. That's ridiculous. You know what team isn't doing that? Us. Yeah, our mob. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We've um we've not been the the straightest kicking team in front of goal, that's for sure. And even at at Marvel Stadium as well, like last year, that game against North Melbourne, I think we ended up on like eleven goals, twenty two or something. It was just something absolutely ridiculous, you know. Especially when you're you know you've got no weather conditions to contend with or anything. Like, how do you kick that badly under a roof? Yeah, it doesn't make much sense to me. And yeah, I don't know. What, what's your opinion on the roof being open or closed? Look, I think if it's a nice day, they should just open it. They used to, but they don't do it anymore. They just keep it closed all the time now, I think. Yeah, I think the sun's actually fucked, though, at Marvel. Like, for some reason, the sun just, just gets in a bad the, angle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just hits a bad angle and you literally can't see the ball. But, yeah, I think going back to the Melbourne game, um, the pressure was pretty good for 90% of the game, I think. Like, you could tell in the first half or even the first quarter, like, we were on. And I think you yeah. can tell that just by having the pressure and, yeah, just watching the lads go about their thing, it was just good to see. It felt like the pressure from 2017 to 2019 and 20 was just was back. Yeah, that's it, definitely. And I think in the end, we ended up with uh, two more, uh, one or two more scoring shots, I think, than Melbourne. So it was pretty close. It was a close game. And I don't think anybody was expecting us to get within probably about 40 or 50 points, to be fair. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree with that. I think, when we did our predictions, I think we were, I said that we were going to lose by 30 to 40 points and that was trying to be half nice to the lads. Yeah, and I just didn't give us a chance at all. I thought it was going to be 10 goals plus, but um, yeah, I feel like if we had have come out and played some of our worst footy that we've played, like the last uh, eight minutes that we played against Sydney, like if we, if we came out and played like that, Melbourne would have absolutely killed us, but yeah, for sure. 
But I, I feel like the, the the main takeaway from that game, the Melbourne one, was to Samson's ruckability against Gorn and Grundy. Like they're probably the best ruck duo in the comp, and Samson really took it up to him, which was good. Yeah, that's it. Samson had eleven hitouts. I think um, Gorn had fourteen, and Grundy had seventeen or something. So, yeah. so for Samson to still get eleven hitouts in his sixth game against the best ruck duo in the comp, as you said, pretty impressive. Yeah, well. It, even we're not really trying him as a ruckman either. Like I'm pretty sure in the preseason, we're like we're trying to get him to play as a permanent forward. So for him to go into the ruck against two of two of the best ruckmen in the comp and like hold his own, and I think he was really good around the ground. Like he's a, he's real agile for his size. Yeah, that's it. And um, as of this recording. Um, you know, Soldo back in against Gold Coast, but um, is he in the AFL team or yeah, the twos? Yeah. Soldo back in against Gold Coast. Okay, so that'll be um, good. I think that'll help Samson out and to yeah. see how those two work together. Yeah, that's it because obviously they're going to be the the next two in line after Nankervis. Um, obviously, like Nank is going to be out for a while still. I think another few weeks, but um, and then obviously Nank being the oldest of the three of those guys as well, he's going to retire before them as well. So yeah, yeah, and I think. The, uh, the other thing on the Melbourne game that I didn't really give us a chance with was the clearances. And I, I think we played really bloody well with the clearances. Do we, uh, yeah, I we think did. we may have won or we were up at uh, half we, or three-quarter time. We were up in the centre clearances and down in stoppages at the end of the game, I think. So I think we won the centre clearances by one or two. And then we're down by about five or something in the in the around the ground stoppages. So Yeah, but then like getting contested footy as well and first hands on the ball going forward. I think, and, and it translated into the free kick. So, like, I think we we won the free kick count yeah, against about Melbourne. Four, I think it was twenty-seven to twenty-three. Yeah, but just getting first hands on the ball, getting clearances and pressure footy, obviously a high tackle rate. Like, you get rewarded for that sort of stuff. And I feel like we did against Melbourne. Like, yeah. all the other teams will bitch and moan, free kick Richmond stuff like that. But we like usually get reamed in the free kicks but i feel like melbourne we got rewarded for our hard work yeah we did and even look there were a couple of free kicks that we were probably lucky to get but there were also some that the umpires missed that we should have got as well that they didn't pay so i think it evens out in the end yeah 100 percent right i think um yeah we just yeah the pressure and stuff like that really gave us a, a upper hand around the ground and yeah, I think another couple of players to touch on were Taranto and Hopper again. They were both really good. Taranto, probably yeah, the best on ground for us, I would have thought. And Hopper, another solid game. Yeah, that's it. I think um, people, have, you know, again, all year they've spoken about Taranto's disposal, disposal efficiency and everything. But um, he was at about 65 or 68% or something, I think it was, against Melbourne. But he only had five turnovers out of 33 disposals. So realistically, uh, that's uh, probably pretty standard for a, a contested ball winner, like a, an inside midfielder. Yeah, well, you're going to turn the ball over more times than not, I guess. And his kicks generally go to a 50-50 anyway. And if not, if he kicks it forward of the ball and it's not a 50-50, then I think it's just a bit of bad luck. Like, Yeah, well, he had 16 contested possessions from those 33 disposals. So half his possessions are contested. So to have only five turnovers, it's not really a bad result, to be fair. Yeah, and I think a couple of the older fellas as well, Cochin and Rewald, played well. Um, Jack was the third player ever to kick 400 goals at the G. 
Yep, after Richo and Matty Lloyd. Yeah, yep. so that's a that's a stat that you can take into the week. That's it. I feel like if um, if twenty twenty was a regular season, though, Jack would probably be on about four twenty, four twenty five, something like that by now. Yeah, well, they pretty much had a full year of not playing at the G. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like you know he, he could be further ahead than where he is, but good on him, third player ever to do it to get to four hundred. Obviously, he's not going to pass Lloyd or or uh, Richo in that regard now. But, yeah. Um, you know, only it's, it's probably going to be his last year, Jack. But he, he is playing good footy at the moment. But he's last not two that... weeks, he's kicked four goals. So yeah, he's not far behind Richo in all-time goals, is he? No, he's uh, he's on seven sixty-eight, Jack, and Re- and Richo, sorry, was on eight hundred. So he's thirty-two behind. He's got seventeen games left. Oh, I reckon Richo would be a bit salty if Jack passed him because we know that uh, I reckon, I reckon Richo he... likes holding some records and yeah, stuff I, I or reckon... being up there in the records. Who's the other one? Jack Titus. Jack but Titus. He's not going to catch him. He's like yeah, way ahead there. Um, Kevin Bartlett, the other one that that Revolt is about to um surpassed so he's only 10 behind him now so yeah kb was on 778 yeah so maybe by the dream time game he might uh he might pass, surpass him yeah yeah pass him but yeah he's playing some good footy but, at, uh, uh, lately to, jack to be goal. fair you'd probably say rewalt's had a, a less selfish career than what kb did yeah kb's famous for for never handballing it never <laughs> passing it so yeah for sure but, um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, Cochin and Rewild's played pretty good and they've wound back the clock the last couple of weeks. So it's good to see. Yeah, yeah, it's good to have that leadership on the ground as well. So um, obviously that's a, a big factor with, with these young guys coming through. Um, another thing as well I want to touch on is Kane Corns. I can't stand the fucking bloke. Absolute fucking anyway, cockhead. Came out <laughs> during the week taking pot shots against um it was after the melbourne game he came out and took pot shots against taranto and hopper and and richmond's recruiting strategies and all that sort of thing and he was saying oh you know they've sacrificed youth to get these two blokes and yeah but here's the thing right so kane corns he goes they're going to be well into their 30s by the time their contracts end they won't taranto will be 31 hopper will be 32 right what time when did kane corns retire? retired at 32 absolute wanker so so there you go so i don't know how we're sacrificing youth by giving these two blokes seven-year deals we had eight players i think it was um against melbourne that had played less than 25 games well the year before we got taranto and hopper i think we had like six to eight like genuine first-year players and yeah. and they're developing bloody well like jacob bauer in the twos is tearing it up like he's got a new uh position now playing off the halfback uh, off the half back line, so I don't I don't know if I agree with that because I still he was think named the, as an emergency against Melbourne as well. Bauer, yeah. So, well, when did they are they played already this week? The twos, the twos. Yeah, they played today. I oh, think, okay. Yeah. Do were, we know a result? For they that? were getting hammered at half time by about fifty points. So. Oh, no good. Yeah, they no come good. off a good win against uh, Melbourne down at Casey good, good Field win against an undefeated Casey, and then yeah. just shit the bed against Gold Coast. So, yeah, and yeah. It, just to touch on that, they our VFL team only had two or three AFL lifted, listed players against Casey who were undefeated. Yeah. So, so well done to the twos for yeah, getting that done. It. So with our injuries in the AFL and our injuries in the VFL as well, you know, we um, you know, won the VFL game against Casey, just lost to Melbourne in the AFL game by 18 points, which isn't a bad result, I feel so. Yeah, no, we've played really well um, against Melbourne. Hopefully we can uh, do a little bit better against um, the Gold Coast and get the Chockeys because I do think that yeah. uh, the next couple of weeks are really big for the club in terms of getting a win and just staying in touch with the eight. Well, we've got Gold Coast and then West Coast next week. So two winnable games, win those two going into the Geelong game. 
Geelong going to be a bit harder, but at the MCG and hopefully with a couple more guys back in the team, hopefully it'll be all right. Yeah, and then Essendon after the Geelong game? Was uh, I think true? Port at the MCG and then Essendon. And then so. Essendon, yeah. But, but, but all, even all Port, winnable games. Yeah, so. 100%. I think um, like every, every game I think is actually winnable like obviously proving that against Melbourne that we can take it up to the best teams and we probably should have won against Melbourne so yeah if we can just um, continue to play that way against the lesser lesser teams and get a couple of wins going forward because we yeah. have had a hard run lately I think yeah. uh, probably apart from is it, who do we play before Melbourne uh, Sydney but even they're not a bad team yeah. and it was in Sydney so we, we have had Adelaide, a, yeah. oh yeah in, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in Adelaide ground, yeah and it was only it was only the last eight minutes of that game where we played really badly. I felt like we just sort of gave up in that last eight minutes because the game was close prior to that. We got it back within six points, and then it kind of just blew out again at the end. But I feel like you know we didn't really play that well against Sydney, but that was another game that we sort of you know could have won, but didn't play well. I feel for for the whole game, there's sort of like a couple of patches here and there that we played pretty well, and then sort of dropped off again. So it's just that inconsistency really at the moment. Yeah, I think um, I'm gonna gonna go out and just say something that I think could happen uh, today against the Gold Coast. I reckon either Cumberland or or Dusty will kick five. Yeah, I don't well, know that, how true. Well, I feel like Dusty's playing really well the last couple of weeks and well, just ready to explode. Twenty five touches and a goal last week against Melbourne. Apparently, that's his highest disposal tally since round twelve last year against Essendon. Okay, so, so he's coming in, back pretty well. Yeah, so in almost a year, that's his biggest disposal tally. Twenty five disposals. Uh, that goal he kicked at the end where he, he fended off Hibbard twice and then ran in and, and yeah, got the goal. Yeah, shit, Hibbard. Yeah. Just have a, have a taste the, of the, the dirt. First, <laughs> the first time was just a little brush and the second time he put him on his ass, so it was good to see. Yeah, no, nah, 100%. Um, yeah, did you want to touch on the couple of games that we've got coming up yeah, then so just we'll, before um, the yeah, Gold Coast game starts because they're walking out now, yeah. so I reckon we've probably got about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, so uh, we'll, try we'll, we'll touch on West Coast just like West Coast at the MCG. I don't think there's really much we need to say about that. It's I mean, just, it, but it's a must-win game. It, it is a must-win like, game, yeah, 100%. Not even, but I, I think, like, I mean, Carlton beat them by 90 points over there. Yeah, so, I feel like it has to be a 10-goal win yeah, or something. Just yeah. to, like, get the, get a bit of momentum going forward because if we can beat, like, Gold Coast today and then we can get a good performance against West Coast and reward ourselves because yeah. I feel like we have been playing good footy. It's just, like, a couple of patches here and there yeah. that haven't been good, but... If we can get two pretty good wins uh, going into the Geelong game. Build a bit of at, confidence. At G, yeah, yeah, a bit of confidence. And then like even Port down in Melbourne. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. That's if a we winnable can, game as well. Yeah, so I feel like if we can get two good wins and then like maybe snag one of, just one of Geelong or Port, yep. um, we'll be right right in touch with the eight again. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And that's what people don't get. I mean, everyone's writing us off now. You know, it's the lowest we've been on the ladder at this time of the year since in like nine years or whatever, but. You know, it's, it's in 2014, we were in this position. We won the last nine games and made finals. So I, I know we, you know, we lost that. Talking about that, my old man said that we were going to make finals after we, I think we won one game or lost one game, and we yeah. were nowhere near we, finals. Yeah, that's yeah. I remember him saying that because we were like three and ten or something, and then we won our last nine games. Yeah, and then the old fellas just like, oh, Lukey, I reckon we'll fucking make finals, and I'm like, Dad, you're out of your head, mate. Like you. Too pissed. Yeah. And he's like, nah, nah, we'll make it. I remember us watching that game in the last round against Sydney as well where we beat them by three points or something. I think Dusty got the last goal in that yeah, game. Yeah, Dusty got goal. the sealer. Yeah. yeah. 
And, that was and Mick Malloy was up there on the boundary line. They showed him on their cameras. He was going nuts. So. Yeah. And then we ended up booking accommodation. Was that? And then we played Port Adelaide? Yeah. Was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. We we're on the we uh, accommodation there. app. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get a bit of story time going as well. Uh, it's it just going to be a new segment. I've got to get train talk going first. But yeah, yeah, train we'll, talk. We've got all these uh, grand ideas, but yeah, we're just uh, a bit strapped for time. Trevi and his yeah. full-time job. And uh, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's just hard to get things done from time to time. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's a bit hard, but that's right. But yeah, with, with West Coast, I don't think there's really much you can say. Yeah, I mean, it's a must-win game. Should win by about 10 goals plus with the, the way West Coast are at the moment. Yeah, you'd hope um, so. But yeah, we we've just got to yeah put our 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 things into play like our our game plan and all that sort of thing and just make sure that we're doing all the little things that that Dimmer wants us to do and yeah. Just looking at the TV now, you know who I am absolutely stoked to have that. My man is oh, back yes, after Brody. his suspension. He is, and I feel like he's gonna he like I said all the time. He's struck. He's just important to the structure that we play and um. Yeah, hopefully the the back six um, with him back goes well. It'd be interesting to see how yeah. he plays with Tyler Young, also another fellow who's continually playing well. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Tyler Young's been very good this year. His first year, he's or well, not first year, but like you know the fir- first time he's made it into um, the AFL sides. Yeah, and uh, the first time he's been selected. Sorry, at the top level, and um, he's played what five games now out of the. Out of the seven, so this is game number seven. No, I think this he's year. played all of them. He's hasn't played he? all of them, has he? I'm pretty sure he's played yeah, all okay, of them. Yeah, yeah, five or six games anyway. Because so it was yeah. in round one because um, uh, the old fella, um, oh, Robbie Tarrant, Tarrant is, out. is out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not going to lie, I'd probably rather play Tyler Young over yeah. Tarrant. I do and rate just Tarrant. Keep Tarrant as a backup if we need yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, and I think that was his. It was always going to be his role, and yeah. then we found yeah. out last year that he does still have some run in the legs, and yeah, actually helped us towards the back end of last season yeah that's it i think at the, towards the end of the year um if we do make it to finals it's going to be interesting to see whether we give the old boy a crack at finals or whether we stick with the young bloods and yeah yeah so it's going to be interesting to see um sort of what the selection process is there yeah well, we also have a, a pick in the mid-season draft as well because so it'd be interesting retiring yeah because yeah, Sagna retiring and yeah i feel like it'll be interesting to see how we go with that like if we get um, just a, a fella from our like twos down in um, the VFL team. Yep. And bring them up to the AFL team because uh, obviously we get a good look at training and all that and see how they're going. But Essendon will probably take another one of our VFL yeah, players. They, they, they like, like taking our VFL that. players. Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting to see how we go with that. And um, yeah, what the, the next game after the so after West Coast we got Geelong. So yeah. Let's talk so about that. yeah, we'll talk about that because I do not like Geelong at all. Saltiest Same. bunch of my, wankers my I've most ever hated seen. Team. I hate them more than Collingwood and Carlton. Yeah, you're gonna use your fifty dollars spending on that on that one. Oh, I'm up to eighty dollars now. Hey, happy days. I reckon. Yeah, mate, may have to save that for bit, the bit of an increase. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna Friday. probably not gonna drink at the West Coast game. I'll just have a quiet one on that day because it's just a you know regular game. Does it roll into the next? week then so we get yeah so I get we get like, double yeah so i get like another 80 so oh, get fucking like, beautiful yeah, yeah. there we go yeah so then yeah travi's got a bit of beer money to uh for the geelong <laughs> game so that's good yeah bloody beautiful um it just t- just touching on beers if, if you were standing in the grog squad we'd just appreciate it if you don't hurl beers over yeah, the top to yeah, fans that's it. it's happened twice this year where yeah people we have, don't appreciate that um it's you know it's it's one called for. Yeah, it's it's one thing to sort of you know have a bit of a um, 
the war of words and that with your, your opposition supporters and that sort of thing. But, is it once uh, the final siren goes, we're all happy, but, we go up and shake hands, all that sort of yeah, stuff. And we're all yeah. just there for a bit of fun. But when you go throwing beers, it's just unacceptable. And yeah. you, you, look like, you look like the dickhead if you do that. Not, not only that, but beers at the footy ain't fucking cheap. Yeah, that's it. Like, so you're, you're getting charged almost 12 bucks for a mid-strength at the moment. You're basically throwing away liquid gold. Yeah, pretty much. And they taste fucking good too. Well done to the MCG. I don't know what kegs they use down there, but it tastes beautiful. So we might be it. able to get a sponsorship or something for the, for the potty, I reckon. What, from, from one the of G? the beer companies? Yeah, no, it'd be bloody beautiful if you could get that. Oh, I'm drinking Carlton Draft at the moment. You're on the Northerns. I'm on the Northerns, yeah. I think we'd have to pick one though, because I don't think two different companies will... Yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be good. But um, yeah, no, back to the Geelong yeah, the game. It's going to be a Geelong good game. game. So Friday night. MCG should be a, a good crowd. Actually, I will, I will allow someone to throw a beer. If you want to throw a beer on fucking Tom Stewart, go ahead. Absolute wanker. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he's, um, yeah. Good player, good player, but just a bit of a dog. Wanker. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, one, one man will have to close down at the moment is uh, Big Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, that's it. I think uh, Grimes will probably go to Cameron initially, I think, and then we'll just sort yep. of play around with, to see, you know, what's going to work best. Yeah, it's well, probably going to take a bit of a team defence as well. Yeah, because he does push up the ground a lot to a wing. He's sort of playing that Richo uh, role at the moment, how he can sort of just go wherever he wants, I think, and rightly so. He's a good, really good player. Probably most informed player in the comp at the moment. Yeah, well, you're probably going to send, like, um, Bolter and Tyler Young to Hawkins. You'd probably go Bolter on Hawkins because yeah, Tyler Young. Body. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he still needs a couple of years in the in the um, ones to, to bulk up and yeah, that's it. Yeah, do his thing. Yeah, I think um, any ruck contest down there and that, like, we don't really want, because sometimes Geelong throw Hawkins into the ruck around goals and he's pretty good at it too, like getting, taking it, getting, out, taking of the it out of the ruck yeah, or getting sure. the tap down to a, a midfielder and that. So I think playing a, a bigger sort of ruckman on him, I mean, Nank probably won't be back by then, so Soldo's probably going to have to do those ruck contests against Hawkins just to make sure we've got a bigger body in front of him, maybe stay goal side to sort of stop it. Yeah, and even just through. to have the midfielders around, like really close to the stoppage as well to cause yeah. those secondary ball, ball ups because I feel like they... Um, just take it out of the ruck and away you go. Just trying to trying to wave to Tiff over there, but just giving you nothing. Roll, yeah, no, Tiff she was, just rolled she was in from work. Nothing. Yeah, she just got back from work after a late night. Yeah, no, nah, the, the Sunday shifts are never good. Nah, nah, never good, no. Nah. But, anyway, um, but yeah, um, no, nah, I feel like maybe if we could get on top, uh, maybe in the clearances, because we have been going good in the clearances lately, yeah. and we did play yeah. well the, the first couple of weeks, and then we died off yeah. uh, probably around three or four, I think, but. Yeah, after that, um, we've picked about a cup again. So if you can get um, a bit of good ball usage going forward and capitalise on on the, the hard work that we do around the clearances, that'd be good. Yeah, that's it. And going back to what Kane Corns was saying about the midfielders and that, Dangerfield's 33, Mitch Duncan's 31, Pendlebury's 35. All, all so, still very good players. All, all still very good players, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't get why it's a problem when Richmond does it. He's probably just still salty because we beat him in his 300th game. So. Yeah, well, when when he was like winning flags and stuff like that, they had like they had a few old blokes as well. Wasn't Warren Treadway still running around then? And yeah, he's, he, he was, was like in his pushing mid, forty yeah, or something. He was in his mid thirties, yeah, thirty four, thirty yeah. five, yeah. Yeah, no, I just don't think he uh, likes this old Kano, but that's all right. He can do it. Say, say what he wants. Everyone has um, an opinion. It's all right as long as we beat Port. I'm good. Yeah. 
Nah, all they're, good. They're another so team we'll, as well. I think we, we've built a pretty good rivalry against Port over the last few years too. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to? We'll get a free kick count for the um, the Geelong game and the the West Coast game. The West Coast game. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Well, the West Coast game we should win by quite a bit, so I think that'll be close. Close. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go for the West Coast game. Maybe twenty three, twenty one. Richmond will win that one. Yeah. All yep. right. All right. I'll go. 24 to 19 West Coast's favour. Oh. Yeah. God, so we're going to win by 10 goals and we're going to lose, lose a free, free kick, kick count. count. Okay. Yeah. Now we've done that quite a bit over the past few years. So Yeah. And then the Geelong game, I reckon, will be at 26 to Geelong and 20 to Richmond. I reckon it'll be 28 to Geelong and 18 to Richmond. You know what we should also start doing is how many 50-metre penalties we're going to give away. Well, we could... Uh, Save that. Well, we, we might save that well, for next year. We responded well in that regard between the Sydney game and the Melbourne game, though. I mean, the Sydney game, we gave away three... No, sorry, it was more than that. We gave away about four or five fifties, I think. And three of them were probably avoidable. A couple were unlucky. But, um, yeah, the, the, like the ones that were avoidable, like Hardwick sort of touched on that in the press conference again, as he does, you know, sort of discipline issues. or whatever. Like, the, the one that Bolton did, that was an, an obvious 50. Yeah. Like, he, he just lost it and just shouldn't have done what he did, but... He's not afraid to speak his um, speak what he thinks, Dimmer, which yeah. is good. I like to hear that. And just uh, touching on the uh, Melbourne game again, I just want to do a quick Nuffy Watch shout out to the bloke standing next to you, Travi, in the in the Grog Squad, your your mate, just yelling yelling random shit all game, and none of it making any sense whatsoever. Yeah, no, it didn't make any sense. And he was trying to join in with the chants as well, but he didn't know the uh, the words and that, so he's like three lines behind everyone else. Yeah, no, but credit to him for, um, yeah, having a crack. And, yeah, he ended up having a having words with the cops uh, in yeah, the last quarter. Yeah, I bailed him up for swearing, but I, I didn't actually hear him swear, so I don't know what happened there. But Yeah, I think it was just because there was a bit of words um, spoken between... Uh, the guys in the front of where we stand and the and the back row of the seating area because there was some Sheila there with her bolt-ons just having a fair old crack at us. So yeah. a couple of the lads didn't like it. Um, so just told her to sit down and, and yeah. Yeah. Was Maybe keep, a, keep the thoughts to herself. It was a, a record uh, home crowd for Melbourne during a home and away season as well, 83,500. Yeah, so, well done to them. And then as soon as they roll in and play against North, they had the yeah, top yeah, level top, yeah, closed. Yeah, top levels all closed off, yeah. So. And still half the bottom level was and, empty. And that's a thing that people need to consider as well. I mean, like with our injuries and stuff, like we had two more scoring shots and lost by 18 points to Melbourne, who were a genuine premiership contender. They destroyed North Melbourne by 90 points. Yeah, for sure. So realistically, we're not as bad as our ladder position suggests, if that nah, makes nah. sense. But like I said, we've had a we've had a tough we've run. Just, but... We've had a tough run with the you know, injuries and playing good teams at the start of the year. Now the draw starts to open up a little bit more, so hopefully we can get a few wins on the board, build a bit of confidence and get back into contention. Yeah, right. All good. So starting substitutes for us against Gold Coast, Clark and Roses. Rosa? Roses. Roses, whoever that bloke is. All right, but anyway, um, game's about to start, so I might wrap it up. Uh, good luck to Choley and Brandon Ellis, a couple of the old brotherhood yeah, a couple of the old lads. Tigers, yeah. Yeah, so um, hopefully they play a good game and we get the chockies, so. Yeah. All right, mate, we'll wrap it up. And, All right, mate, yeah. and we'll uh, yeah, watch this game of footy. We'll be back with episode six uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, beautiful. All right, see you, mate. No worries.